Thank you for joining the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we are concluding the book of Acts, chapters 15 through 28, in a study entitled Churches Starting New Churches. During this study, we will learn biblical principles of how the Holy Spirit leads church-sent, God-called men to start new churches. You can purchase your copy of this book, along with many other study resources, on our website, bogardpress.org. So, grab your copy of the Spring 2023 Adult Study Guide in your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson from May 21, 2023 is entitled, Protection in a Stormy Voyage. It comes from Acts chapter 27, verses 14 through 25, and verses 33 through 37. The key verse, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Acts chapter 27 and verse 25. The application, the student will comprehend that complete obedience and trust in God is the key to surviving trials and difficulties in this life. Seeking the Context Why is Acts 27 in the Bible? Why is so much space given to a ship's voyage and a shipwreck? Surely Luke could have summarized it for us, as he did throughout Acts. Paul had been shipwrecked three other times with no detail given on them, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25. Why is there such detail in this chapter? Previously, Paul appealed his case to Caesar, because he was truly out of options, Acts chapter 25 and verse 10 and verse 11. This was Paul's right as a Roman citizen, and Festus had no choice but to accept his request, verse 12. After King Agrippa heard Paul's case, he said to Festus, This man might have been set at liberty if he had not appealed unto Caesar, Acts chapter 26 and verse 32. But the Lord had told Paul that he would be a witness in Rome, Acts chapter 23 and verse 11. So Paul was destined for Rome. The main reason he was going to Rome was to be a witness for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul had previously written to the Roman church of his great desire to visit them, Romans chapter 15, verses 23 and 24. His plan then was to visit Rome on his way to Spain, but it did not work out that way. We can make plans, but our plans will always defer to the Lord's plans. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9 and chapter 19 verse 21. Paul had no idea what was waiting for him in Jerusalem as he ended his third missionary journey, but the Lord did. Spending two years imprisoned at Caesarea, Paul may have given up on his plans to make it to Rome, but God did not. The Lord provided Paul a free trip to Rome at the expense of the Roman government, a prisoner nonetheless. Our lesson today follows the Apostle Paul as he makes his way to Rome. There are no mistakes in the Bible, and the Holy Spirit wants us to learn something very important from this chapter today. Can you describe a time when you made plans, but the Lord changed them? Searching the text. Number 1. In the Storm. Acts chapter 27, verses 14 through 20. But not long after there arose against it a tempestuous wind called Eurocladon. And when the ship was caught and could not bear into the wind, we let her drive. 
and running under a certain island which is called Clotta, we had much work to come by the boat, which when they had taken up, they used helps undergirding the ship, and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksand, strike sail, and so were driven. And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, and the next day they lighted the ship. And the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. The purpose of this chapter is to show the Apostle Paul's calm demeanor in the midst of a storm. Amidst all the technical details of the ship's sailing and the sailors' failed attempt to avoid a shipwreck, here was Paul, calm, counseling, and encouraging. What a great example of faith. The Lord had promised Paul that he would make it to Rome, and Paul calmly trusted the Lord. Shortly after this voyage began, the ship began to experience trouble. Verse 4 tells us that the winds were contrary. This was uh, late fall, probably October, and ship travel during this time was risky. As the voyage continued, the weather worsened, and Paul advised them to stay at the island of Crete for the winter, because the winter months were the most dangerous for ship travel. Acts chapter 27, verses 9 through 13. But the sailors thought they knew more than Paul and voyaged ahead. At this point, the ship was caught in a tempestuous wind called Euroclidon. This was the worst of all storms on the Mediterranean Sea and still happens today. We could compare it to a nor'easter of the Atlantic Ocean, and no one wants to be caught in one. The ship was headed for a shipwreck fast. The sailors were doing everything possible to keep the ship afloat, but were losing the battle. In Acts chapter 27 and verse 20, all hope was lost. I am by no means a frequent sailor and never have been caught in a storm at sea. But I have seen dangerous moments, as I am sure you have, whether it is a tornado, driving in rush hour traffic, or encountering belligerent people. How well are we at remaining calm in the midst of our storms? Sometimes storms come in the form of a health crisis, financial stress, or family problems. This is when our faith, trusting in the Lord, must kick in. Let us see how Paul navigates this storm. Can you describe a time when you were in a storm of life and your faith in the Lord helped you to remain calm? Number two, be of good cheer. Acts chapter 27, verses 21 through 25. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me, and not loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me.
Paul and his fellow passengers were in the worst of all storms. And what did Paul do? I think Paul was praying. Paul was given a message from God through the angel of God in the night. And if we compare other times when Paul received a message from God, he was praying at those times. Acts chapter 9 verses 11 through 18 and chapter 22 verses 17 through 21. So yes, Paul was praying when he received a message from God that all on board the ship would survive the storm. And why not? What better thing is there to do in the midst of a storm but to pray? And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Psalm 50 and verse 15. Too many times we go to prayer as a last resort instead of a first response. Paul was one who sought the Lord first in the storms of life, and so should we. Paul gave encouragement to these weary and hopeless sailors. Twice he told them to be of good cheer, Acts chapter 27, verses 22 and 25. This is like saying, take heart or take courage. They could be encouraged because God said all would survive the storm. Paul believed every single word that God had told him. And they could too. Notice that Paul gave these sailors hope by giving them God's word. He comforted them with scripture in a manner of speaking. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of scripture might have hope. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. We may not receive a visit from the angel of God in the night, but we have the Bible, God's word, of comfort that gives hope. We should turn to the Bible in our times of trouble and share it with others who are facing storms in their lives. As Paul was a great help and encouragement to all who were on board, so we can be too to others. Our greatest witness may be in how we deal with troubles in our lives. Your faith in God is seen best against the backdrop of storms. If we stay calm, trust in the Lord, and speak of God's help, people will take notice. You prove to people that you really believe what God has promised in His Word by how you face the storms of life. Furthermore, some of the greatest opportunities for witnessing to the lost are when they are facing great troubles. We can pray with them and share God's Word with them during these hard times. Sometimes we find the best place to be a blessing and a witness to others is in the midst of their storms. Can you describe a time when you help someone or witness to someone in troubling times? Number three, give thanks. Acts chapter 27, verses 33 through 37. And while the day was coming on, Paul besought them all to take meat, saying, This day is the fourteenth day that ye have tarried and continued fasting, having taken nothing. Wherefore, I pray you to take some meat, for this is for your health. For there shall not an hair fall from the head of any of you. And when he had thus spoken, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then were they all of good cheer, and they also took some meat. And we were in all in the ship two hundred three score and sixteen souls. Paul believed God 
and proved it by his manner and actions amidst the storm. But the sailors were not so convinced. Some even tried to flee the ship. But Paul warned them that they would lose their lives if they left the ship, verses 30 and 31. This goes to show that not everyone will believe God when it was so clearly stated that only those on board the ship would survive. Unfortunately, too many do not believe God for salvation and on other subjects when it is so plainly told us in his word. But Paul continued to speak of his faith in God and proved to others by his actions that they could trust him as well. The sailors had been fighting the storm for 14 days and had eaten nothing during all this time. They likely had not slept either. Paul again confidently reminded them that no harm would come to them because God said so. Paul urged everyone to eat for their health's sake, and he himself took bread, gave thanks to God, and ate. Particularly noted is that Paul did this in the presence of them all, verse 35. Paul was showing his calming faith in God to all 276 passengers, and it was a great witness to them and had a calming effect on them. Seeing Paul's calmness, all the passengers were of good cheer, as Paul had previously urged them to be. But Paul's words and examples and others were convinced that what God had said to Paul was indeed true. They could be of good cheer because God would spare all of them through the storm. What a lesson for us. It is by our words and examples that others will be convinced that what God has said is indeed true. Another important note is that Paul gave thanks. Yes, he gave God thanks for the food he was about to eat, but he also gave God thanks for seeing them through the storm. The ship did not survive, but all the people did, just as God had promised, Acts chapter 27, verses 41 through 44. Was there ever a doubt? Paul never doubted it and gave God thanks even before the storm was over. Giving thanks to God is an important aspect of our relationship with God, and it is commanded of us in Scripture. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. But it is also a very important part of our witness. When the Lord sees us through difficult times and we give thanks to Him, we remind those around us of our faith in God and that He gets all the credit for our making it through those rough times. Do not neglect to give God thanks. Why do you think both words and actions must go together in our effort to witness to others? Setting the application. So why is Acts 27 in the Bible? It is there because it is one of the best accounts of faith and action. It shows us how a people of faith are to conduct themselves in the midst of the storm, a difficulty, a crisis in life, or a complete shipwreck. Additionally, it shows the great witness we can have amidst a troubled world. We might call it the ministry of calmness when everyone around us is frantically fighting for survival. We must show people by our words and actions that no matter what happens in this life, we have hope in God. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? 
and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 43 and verse 5. Storms of life have a way of revealing character. We all face storms, but some handle them better than others. What is the difference? Those who have true faith in God will not fall apart amidst the storms. While the sailors were frantically running about trying their best to survive, Paul calmly rode out the storm in faith, obeying and trusting God. What a witness we can be in the midst of a storm. Are you in the midst of a storm? How can your faith in God get you through? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue studying Acts 15 through 28. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday school, children's chapel, Baptist training course, Bible challenge, and vacation Bible school. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.